0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have TK Bay back on the show on a week that was not super heavy in terms of news. So, um, listeners... Let's just chill out. Let's just kick back, talk about whatever comes to mind, and that's literally what happened here. Uh, I'm recording this intro after the fact, so I can tell you that I do get into some talk about the Asus Zenfone 8 after literally using it as my daily phone to uh, a special event this past weekend, and having a minimal phone that had a good enough camera uh, actually surprised me. Um, It was uh, something that really changed my opinion on what I thought was going to be just a write-off of a phone by Asus. So I had to give them a little bit more credit. Uh, We also touch upon the upcoming OnePlus Nord CE. We revisit the OnePlus Watch a little bit, and then I talk a little bit about my experience with the ZTE Axon 30 Ultra. With all that said, though, let's get into this episode. Myself and TK Bay, Enjoy. I I don't expect us to even have anything like super hard hitting to talk about. I mean, there were a few like outside, like s- like tech adjacent stories that came out. I was going to say tech adjacent. I yeah. Like but like, we don't really have a whole lot to-, to talk about. That's like, oh, we'll do a whole hour on it. So I feel like we're going to end up doing like a, a chill 45 minute, Like yeah, you know, and then when it comes to like chilling out and just like kicking it, like obviously, like you and I, we're really good at that. So let's just, listeners, let's. If you're in your car right now, just sit back and just enjoy. I'm I'm recovering from a little bit of a. I actually like drank a bit last night, so I'm actually kind of. (laughs) So I'm a little. I'm recovering. It sounds like
1: somebody started the holiday weekend a day early. So okay, I see how it goes. Well, it was was one of those things. uh,
0: Like we're 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 in a situation now. I am at least or I mean mm-hmm. we where we can actually like go to people's places and we were able to hang out mm-hmm. like um, my brother invited me and our cousin to hang out at mm-hmm. his place to hang out with him and his wife uh, so we went to their house last night and I'm still trying to keep things like keto in a sense mm-hmm. um, so I brought like <laughs> I brought kombucha so okay. I was like there's still alcohol in kombucha so even though it's like quote-unquote healthier for you there's still alcohol in it so I'm recovering from that
1: um we watched the, the Friends reunion, dude. <laughs> how okay? So I I I'd hate this. To start, like okay. So if you're gonna open up that door, so not tech to start uh, right. So not tech. I, I can have an entire episode on the Friends reunion. I had. I don't know how to say this. The best time watching a reunion like ever. I don't know why. I felt like I was hanging out with my best friends. Mm-hmm. I grew up with friends. I I. I, we've watched the whole series again. we We were waiting for the reunion, watching that group of people, the the friends group together. Mm-hmm. made me smile the whole show, like the whole time. It was a big old smile on my face. Everything they reminisced on, I reminisced too, because I watched it. I I remember the episodes. I remember the the scenes and, and just watching how the show was, you know, all, I'm not trying to do a lot of spoilers or anything like that. It's a <laughs> reunion, obviously. So nothing discussed in the in this reunion was never aired before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's yeah. no secrets. So let's just start by saying that there's no spoilers. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, I had a good time watching it too. And I, I was surprised at how long it was actually. It It is. Yeah. Isn't it? And, um, and cause I, I kind of like when I saw the Fresh Prince reunion, that was kind of, for me, it was done in a different style. Right. So mm-hmm. when going into this, I was thinking, well, wait, they're starting it somewhere in the same point. They're all going back to the set and a whole bunch of stuff. And then no, no, they did differently. They, they did the games. They did the, <laughs> you know, they, they relived a lot of the major scenes of the show Yeah, yeah. and, um, just to see the, the six of them together in one room again, you know, 17 years later, it's like, whoa, I can't believe it's been that long. Well, it was so funny um, too, because we're looking back
0: on, we were talking about this as as we were watching it, uh, 1994 to 2004, how interesting mm-hmm. life looked like, uh, granted through mm-hmm. the lens of a sitcom. But when you think mm-hmm. about it, like this was an age without smartphones, this was an Tell age me, yeah. without social media. The fact that a TV show like this could be like a giant without like, because you, I mean, think of, think of any TV show or movie from the last like 10 years, how much they had to lean on social media for like marketing. Um, of course yeah. there's streaming services now. So this was HBO max. It's just so funny. I look back on it and I remember one of my cousin, um, we were all watching it together. He was just like, man,
1: Things were so much simpler back then. <laughs> way simpler, way simpler. It was so and 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 you gotta remember, we watched this show one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. This was where it was one episode a week and you had to wait, and there was hiatus and was seasons and breaks. There was I mean, think of how long it took us to originally watch the series. If you if you watched it regularly um i didn't start on friends at the beginning of the series i kind of started i think it was a series, season three or four and then i watched, i binged watch series one two and three to catch up kind of oh. thing but you were able to rent them right so those mm-hmm. are the things you could do but tapes and um, dvds man dude dvds uh just yeah back in the days where you, to, you used to get discs cds for dvds from netflix if you you could still technically but i mean who does that um you know everything is streaming right um but yeah, it, it it was a definitely a very nice thing to watch. It was on HBO Max, which is definitely also very nice. So if you subscribe, it's included. There's no pluses or premiums or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, uh, unlike Disney and some of the others. I'm not trying to bag on one studio over the other, but it's more about, you know, you could see Disney's price model when you also see and appreciate what, you know, HBO Max is trying to do in twenty twenty one. So it's they're they're sticking to their guns. We get this, you know, we saw Mortal Kombat the day it came out. We see this when <laughs> it comes out. It Okay, I'm going to stop and move on from Mortal Kombat I'm that one. Okay. I, maybe I'll make
0: that part of the holiday weekend. I'll just sit down and yeah. just enjoy it with more of my kombucha. And
1: uh. I, I was going to say start about an hour with the kombucha ahead of the show, and then the movie will be way better. No, no, the movie is actually pretty good. I, I think you'll, you, you probably will enjoy it. Uh, the, the end of the thing is, though, we, I, so we watched most of it last night, and then I had to kind of cut it off early because I, I jumped on our, my show with Juan Carlos, mm-hmm. uh, the best of our week thing last night and um i kind of watched the, the last part again and i was I, I mean i don't know if we want to talk about details specifically but you know the, the janice part to me was a big like really that's not her voice oh yeah <laughs> that was a big surprise to me like the whole janice part is like it, it is engraved in me it's like you know Fran friend kind of mm-hmm. the nanny voice that that was part of the show and um And all these little secrets and how they they cast the crew, that was also very important for
0: me. Yeah, a lot of good insight into it. And it was like, I was already subscribed to HBO Max, I think mainly because of Fresh Prince, Um, which Mm -hmm. actually, this this kind of dovetails into a topic I've always liked uh, discussing on the show, on Mm -hmm. any podcast, really. This whole subscription Mm -hmm. life we live, because we have HBO Max. Um, uh I actually have a web page open right now for Discovery+. Plus. And oh, then, I have Discovery Plus as well. Yeah. So, why did you get Discovery Plus? What was your um,
1: motivation to get this particular streaming service? My, sig- my significant other's 90-day fiancé addiction. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, because for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like- Uh-huh.
0: A part of me, okay, so I'm one of those people, and I know this is a habit I absolutely have to break, but um, I'm one of those people that likes having stuff in the background. It often leads to me getting very, very distracted and getting less Mm -hmm. work done. Let's put it that way. But Discovery Plus has, like, Food Network and Travel Channel. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kept thinking those are things I would love in the background, like just food shows and whatnot. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to pay another like five or something dollars
1: every month. It's it's four ninety nine. I think as an, it was always to me, it was like surprising how cheap they were able to make it. But then I remembered that it's four ninety nine for the ad version. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the one they include, which is considerable. You know, if you think about it, for the amount of content you're able to get, and they have a lot of exclusive content. And like the ninety day stuff has a has a whole universe around it. Let's just say that much. Well, I know somewhere um, like.
0: Michael Fisher is probably listening to this. Shouts out to Fisher. And he's probably yeah. one of the only people that we would know who has Paramount Plus because he's a Trekkie and they have like,
1: um, so Isn't it Paramount Star is about Jack the Picard? only one I could, yeah, I could not, I could not venture into that much more because I have Netflix, <laughs> I have Disney, I have Discovery, I have HBO Max, and I think I have to draw the line somewhere because I still pay for cable for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I freaking have <laughs> but, like
0: video game subscriptions now too. I got Game Pass, I got freaking <laughs> PlayStation Plus and all of that. So we have, so this this is my spread. I have Netflix, YouTube Premium,
1: I will count that um oh that's true i still pay for it yeah i, I probably am uh, though on that one I'm, I'm on the old plan so it kind of kind of justified oh you me. grandfathered yeah yeah same i think yeah, I, yeah. I think i got the same also
0: uh hulu is actually because we like to watch live tv dang it i forgot hulu yeah yeah, yeah. Right. i don't and i don't have live tv i have the just the ad ad free version oh ah, yeah gotcha their live tv is pretty good um mm-hmm. amazon prime video which we don't realize because we have prime Dang it, you're right. There's another one. I <laughs> forgot
1: about that. I have Prime as well. Yes. Sorry. Keep, keep and that, going. And I'm, that was I'll one. i tell of, you when I'm
0: not on the same page. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. HBO Max. What mm-hmm. do I have? I think I have I'm, Netflix. Yeah, I did say Netflix. Um oh, okay. YouTube Premium. I'm mm-hmm. very close to getting like Verve or Crunchyroll again, just for the sake of mm-hmm, for just anime. For the yeah. Um but I, this is this is the thing though. I don't have like it's not like I have a ton of time to watch all of these things. Like I have to catch up on My Hero Academia. Um, yeah, you know, and and I know you'll be disappointed in me, but I actually am not caught up with Super. Like I'm not <laughs> caught up with Dragon <laughs> no. Ball Super. Um, and then like so maybe Verve and Crunchyroll. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like it's just so nuts to me. And then. One of the tech-adjacent stories that did happen this week, uh, literally happened yesterday, was Amazon actually bought MGM. MGM. Holy crap.
1: Like, seriously. <laughs> so like, Amazon is going to own everything. So, so let's I just guess MGM
0: is not going to have their own like streaming service, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're no. going to be part of Prime Video. So all the Bond, James Bond, um, 007 movies, um, mm-hmm. those
1: will be on there. I'm trying to think of what else MGM has. I'm sure there's a lot. Um, I want to say, isn't like the old Bugs Bunny stuff, like all the old cartoons from there, aren't aren't those technically MGM? It might be,
0: but if I remember correctly, Looney
1: Tunes ended up on HBO Max, I think. Well, so that's the thing. One of the other things that they were mentioning in the articles in there now is that when Amazon does purchase it, that means we're going to see that whole disappearing titles from other companies.
0: Oh, that's fair. Oh, and here's another one. Here's one that I have that I'm maybe we're not on the same page here. I actually bought Peacock Plus. Oh, you went with the... Okay. So yeah. I ended up getting it. There's really only one reason, and this is so specific to me. Everyone mm-hmm. I tell this to is like, really, Josh? I'm a pro wrestling fan, and Peacock got the rights to WWE. So the really? WWE network is now part of Peacock Plus, which actually makes it cheaper, which is why I went for it. So like $4.99 I- a month for Peacock Plus okay. gets you the pay-per-views, which themselves are 50 bucks
1: originally. So it's a good okay. deal. Yeah. I. It, it is interesting, though, because you don't... I, I want to say we've never talked WWE stuff ever <laughs> since we've known each other. Like, I've never even heard you refer to the WWE in, in that... uh Okay. <laughs> So like so same let, let reaction to everyone else uh, so who, who uh hold on, who's who's your who's your who's what wrestler do you support well, or well growing your, up it was The Rock, a hundred percent. I mean there's Different, yeah there's no there's Undertaker, no question. The Rock, mm-hmm. uh uh you know, uh I don't know McMahon doesn't really count. The, the Rock and The Undertaker were me for me were the, like the biggest things kind of thing. Uh, Randy, uh, R- Randy, Macho Man Savage, um, mm-hmm. all those, all the older. <laughs> See, that was the before she's... my. The, I didn't, I didn't
0: really keep up with that, but that was before my time. I was definitely Attitude Era with the The Rock and Stone Cold and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, but yeah, like right now the product is like very inconsistent. Like it can be really good, it could be very mm-hmm. terrible. Well, I heard The Rock's starters getting into it, and she's making actually, she's making a name for herself. She's going well, so to, that's... yeah, she'll probably be yeah. in NXT sometime soon. Um, but yeah, like I, it's one of those things where I'm not. It's funny, I always say this, but it's kind of weird to say I I'm not a super fan, but it's funny because I follow along enough to be able to talk about it anytime. Like if you put me on a wrestling podcast, I would have plenty to say, but it's not like I'm actively like researching everything. I'm not like super into it. It's just mm-hmm. it's one of those habits you have that just never really went away. I just, I, I re- oh, I,
1: there's yeah, like when you when you started talking wrestling, like I, I I did have a time in my life where I was very much into it. Mm-hmm. Actually, back when it was called the WWF, yeah, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> word was very, uh, you know, just the whole. the the change in name and you know the the rise and just the whole character build up and storyline it was just very you know at the drama level in those in those matches was just epic yeah right you know you watching them you're following the stories and then of course you know there's the pay-per-view shows but again yes if you're able to get it and get it at a much better price absolutely man it's yeah it's kind of a steal if you ask me it absolutely like i said but it was more about like when you said you know wrestling i'm like really, Josh,
0: (laughs) my my best friend up in Seattle has, I use his line. Um, he's the one who said famously, um, it's literally the quirkiest thing about Josh. (laughs) Like he doesn't really he he I don't really I don't really broadcast it like I don't make it clear I'm Mm -hmm. a big wrestling fan or anything like that like I'm clearly a I'm a gamer I like anime especially now I'm into K dramas even those things are not as quirky as me liking
1: pro wrestling somehow (laughs) but but the thing is I knew of all other all the all the things that you just mentioned except for said you know yeah wrestling. So funny. Um, okay, I do hey, have a couple of
0: uh, techie things. Okay, so we're gonna kind of go through some haphazard things. There is sure. one. There is one story that we can get into aside from like the tech adjacent stuff. Um, apparently, a new OnePlus Nord is on its way. Um, so I do want to make yeah. sure we cover that a little bit. Um, okay. So Tech Radar had the exclusive. Mm-hmm. I love it when there's exclusive at the beginning of a thing because. Sure, it's exclusive. You, you're able to do it first, but it's not going to stop any of the other websites of, from just copy pasting. Copying, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that exclusive style.
0: It takes literally five post. minutes for an exclusive. Like you get five minutes, and then everyone else mm-hmm. is just going to talk about it themselves. But anyway, uh, congrats to Tech Radar, I suppose. But they're talking mm-hmm. from um, they're, they were they were talking about Pete Lau saying that a new one is coming. CE yep. a Nord CE five G, and this is kind of confusing to me because. CE stands for core edition. And here's what what they're shooting from. Yeah. So here's what Pete Law said. We have distilled the original Nord down to its core elements and added a few extra features to create a great everyday phone at an even more affordable price. Isn't this the most oxymoronic sentence ever? Because it's like we've distilled the original Nord. The Nord was already a pretty basic phone down to its core elements and then, and added a few extra features. So it's not core.
1: (laughs) and It's not distilled because you kind of added like, stuff. <laughs> I, I and I and I'm not sure if they if they're referring to the original Nord meaning the 7 the 765 Nord meaning the the one that came in the middle of last year. The one we liked. Like We're talking about the <laughs> yeah, or the other Nords like the N10 and the N100s mm-hmm. because technically for me those are distilled versions of what the main Nord is. I don't know. It was confusing for me when I when I when I heard this when I saw that so I saw it on Instagram the the I think it was it yesterday or so they put out a tweet, uh, a message saying, you know, the Nord CE Cord edition and it's definitely the hype machine starting to build up its own thing i think definitely you know this oh, is yeah. this is typical oneplus stuff um but it's interesting to see so the question would be is are they is this truly the successor or is this a more of a just a mid you know lower lower end model of the nord are they going to go with the 788 or the new chipset from from Qualcomm? so i guess it's it's confusing a little but um i'm trying to read up as we were talking and we know we have 5g so um, it, it it looks like it's going to be Oh, it is right there. Yeah, is is that the actual device? Because it looks like a lot of Nord Two. Okay, by by. But what what about the Nord? Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> what about the Nord so Two? Am, and yeah,
1: yeah, and the N Two Hundred and all the other options. Because that that's the thing. They started the line last year, and we had three devices. We didn't get those in the U.S. till the lower two end models till the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what happens to those? Why are we releasing more devices? Or is Nord going to be the one-off kind of a Series kind of. I, like,
0: we'll have to see. I wonder if OnePlus is going to do the same thing they did with the N10 and the N100 when they came out here because I started mm-hmm. to see influencers who I follow who are not even tech related start to like pedal the phones like they had their hashtag. Yeah, I, ads. I saw,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think we 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 touched the, on that a little bit. uh yeah. That we start seeing some like outside of tech talk mm-hmm. about them and and show up. I think it was the N one hundred, not even the N ten. It might have been the N one hundred.
0: And I remember scoffing yeah. when I saw it because being fans of those people, I was like, I know you're on an iPhone, girl. <laughs> like <laughs> this is literally just your hashtag adding, and I'm like, you know what? Like I, I I can't even hate on it because there are times when I've done it, obviously, but like. It was so funny to see it. At least in the tech world, it's like we have an angle. But for them, it's like, "Hey, check out this awesome phone. It's got great battery life." Blah blah blah. You're not going to use it after you did those Instagram posts. <laughs> two, second,
1: two seconds later, yeah, no. You um, know, I've seen them before in, in some of the other like the Middle Eastern stuff as well. When I mm-hmm. see uh, Honor used to do a lot of that as well. Oh yeah, they have they had a lot of uh, Middle Eastern influencers that you know they would just show up. They'll do the bit, whatever. It's a it's a PR ad as long as I think they do the disclosures. It's not there's no. It's business. It's part mm-hmm. of being, you know, where you are. And uh, if you believe in the product to start with, and you support it, then yeah, that makes perfect sense. So yeah. it, it's on, interesting. Um, but
0: on the topic of OnePlus, I actually had a question for you. I don't. Okay, so yeah. I'm uh, I'm honestly feeling very overwhelmed with the amount of things that keep coming in, and um, I I have a feeling I don't think I've done a a full on spring cleaning thing in a long time. Um, my my I've, brother. I've been
1: trying to. I've been trying to do some of that. <laughs>
0: yeah, my brother and I are going to like like pull resources together and try to sell a lot of stuff and all of that and like actually minimize um mm-hmm. the overwhelm that i feel um so that's beside the point but what i was actually going to ask is um in your case since you are as overwhelmed as someone like me um when you get to when you get to revisit pieces of tech i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if you got a chance to revisit the OnePlus watch recently
1: so i'm actually com- i'm finishing up my review of the oneplus watch i never reviewed it officially oh, at the okay. time of launch i did a uh, more of an impressions because mm-hmm. the product wasn't ready i've uh, and we finally got the updates that they promised us mm-hmm. uh, and i'm kind of like fin- finalizing the story but uh i am in the middle of finishing up the review for it uh i'm it's still i don't know if you want to kind of give it like a little teaser. there's still some things for them to fix it's not it's not a hundred percent uh there's still some concerns for me where when it comes to step counting there's still Mm. about a half a mile off from everything else okay because i i I came back to
0: it so this Mm -hmm. past sunday i attended a wedding yet another thing that i'm able to do now um and it's so funny the moment me and certain people got vaccinated like invites and invites just started coming in like hey let's go here let's go there and all that um but anyway i was going to a wedding this past sunday going solo obviously i mean isa's not Mm -hmm. here so i was like okay If I'm going to be by myself at this wedding where people don't really know me, like I know like a handful of people here, um, I'm going to like, I'm going to dress up to the nines. I'm going to look real sharp. I'm just going to like, I'm going to ball out and have a good time at this wedding. And then I put my suit on, or rather I was getting my suit ready. And I thought, what can I, what do I wear? Because like the, the, the alternative or rather not the alternative, but the wearable I'm actually on right now is the latest, um, the Mi Band 6. The Mi bands. and mm-hmm. I adore the Mi Bands, but of course, you know I have it on this pink band, you know, just to pay homage to Issa, obviously. But the, um I was thinking about what watch I would wear with this suit, and like I want it to look
1: fly. And the first thing I thought of was the OnePlus watch. It they they got the design done right. I mean, they for sure, the watch looks very very nice, mm-hmm. and they have a, a decent selection of watch faces that make them look really nice. So I, I definitely. Yeah, we have the it's nice for us to be able to actually select the watch that fits mm-hmm. the you know the, the the outfit or whatever you're trying to go out with and that's the beauty of it you can you can go with whatever you want kind of like if you it was a regular timepiece right most yeah, yeah. M- most people have multiple watches they don't just buy one watch and stick to it so uh it is definitely nice uh i'm glad you liked it. yeah no well uh, it was funny it,
0: because i had to update it literally on the way down to temecula so like it was, so it was you, you downloading upda-
1: yeah, yeah there was two updates two major ones i yes. don't know if it did two or one
0: it did two or i think it did two because i wasn't like mm. watching it the entire time but the yeah the one hour drive down to temecula valley i was just like updating it and like thank god for 5g obviously but like um i was updating it and then i got there and You mentioned timepiece, and I just think it was so funny that you mentioned that. It does look good. It's a good-looking watch physically. Absolutely. Those always-on display options that they gave, though, they're like they don't quite exude that (laughs)
1: timepiece. They need a they need a little bit more. And the thing about it is, like, they activated always-on display, and that was nice. But they gave us um, watch faces that don't look anything like the actual watch face that you have. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like it, it, with other watches we've seen in the past where they typically have like an AOD for that specific watch face that you have. This mm-hmm. is more of the, you pick one out of three or four, I think that we get, and you that's what you get. Uh, it, but it, there was also... Like for the amount of things that get on it, I don't know why the battery drops so much because the battery life on it goes from like 10 days solid to down to almost four days yeah. max. Yeah. So I was
0: actually when I was about to, I actually um, uh, dug it back up again because I figured I would talk about it a little bit on the show. And then mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Let me put this on. Oh, it's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it does Whoops. charge quickly i'll say this much the warp charging is 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 true it does actually It is nice uh, 10 feature. minutes will get you about 10 percent or so a little bit over to get you kind of go through uh it, it's you know overall i think one thing they've succeeded in doing is it's a first generation smartwatch or smart yeah so fitness watch in a fitness tracker in a smartwatch body but they got the look right they got that nice very very circular very classic look of a watch that we all enjoy. They have actually some pretty decent uh, watch faces in there to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me I there's no question I enjoy using it as a smartwatch or as a as a companion to my smartphone. Um the the things that I the reason why I waited a little bit on my review for it was because I felt like the promises that were made at the, at the at the launch event were not all materialized uh, on day 1. So yeah. I felt like a lot of people commented on the fact that they weren't there and, and I think it, it, you want we we all understand that OnePlus is the is built on the on the premise of updates. So they will release a smartphone or a device, and they will push the updates. As we saw with the OnePlus Nine and Nine Pro, and they were able to get all the old uh, kinks up there. The cameras have been getting better. So I uh, that's how I explained it in my video. I said, look, they're going to update it. They know what they're doing. This is just where you are now. If you're willing to take a chance on them, then go for it. If not, wait a little bit more and then pick it up. There's a definitely it's very very little you could basically say about it that doesn't make it appealing. The price point is right. Mm-hmm. the look is great. Um, I still haven't seen the the limited edition one, the sapphire one, but I think that one even looks you know that gold. I haven't seen that one color. either. yeah, 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 since the launch event. Uh, mm-hmm. so, it's exciting. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to, you know, it fit the the album. I didn't get a chance to see what you, you know, how you what what you were rocking. I saw the video you did from when you were there.
0: Yes, uh, um, that but- is that is that is also something I'm going to bring up because um, you mentioned earlier it's it's we're we're in a nice we're I guess the term might be like we're kind of privileged in the sense that we can choose. So from so many things. Um, Mm -hmm. But in the video that you mentioned, um, it's the uh, real world camera test on the Asus Zenfone 8. uh, I coined Mm -hmm. a phrase and I'm going to be using it a lot more in the future, but I coined a phrase and a segment. The phrase is the curse of comparison so that's one thing but then mm-hmm. the segment was the spoiled reviewer check <laughs> so i'm going to explain what that means as i kind of i'm not walking back my opinions on the Phone 8 but i do want to qualify my stance on it while um giving some extra details because that's the phone i used for said wedding so we're going to get into that yes. after the break Oh, man. Okay, so this is one of those moments where I have to eat my words because, and I think I was telling you about this on our chat, um, I, yeah, have yeah. To, I have to reposition myself as far as my prejudices are concerned regarding Asus's latest phone. Okay. Okay. This past weekend, wedding weekend, wearing a suit. Yeah. How much do exactly. you want your pockets to be bulky? What are all these things that you want to have in your, you know, <laughs> you're going to be on the dance floor. And actually, and if I'm being honest, like normally in these situations, I would just grab my stuff, leave them in the, in the suit jacket that's hanging off my mm-hmm. chair at the table. But this is, yeah. again, this is a wedding where I knew like five people. Um, now, if anybody knows me, that changed. I made a lot of friends at the wedding. Let's put it that way. And, uh, <laughs> but the Zenfone 8 is the one that I decided to go with because out of all the phones that I have that have similar specifications, it is literally the smallest. So Snapdragon 888, good battery life. Um, You know, I could bring the Pixel 5 because, you know, pictures and whatnot, but of course, you know, this is the device of the moment. So I did a Mm real-world camera test over the wedding weekend. Okay. I was was 100% ready to write this phone off completely because I thought that's what Asus did. I thought Asus was like, let's, let's pander. Let's pander to the mass market by making a phone that is small, accessible, somewhat affordable, but it has high-end specifications. And what do we do in order to make that happen? We skimp out on the cameras like crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what I thought they were doing. Because they don't have to pay the R&D for like the flippy-dippy, as I call it, the flip camera. Um, They don't have to update the sensors. They didn't. And that was a big problem that I had. Um, But then I started using it. I did a little bit of research. And I started checking. Like one of the things that I try to do more often these days is uh, look up what sensors are being used. So it gives me a a better idea of like what the motivation was behind certain features and whatnot. Maybe they just Mm -hmm. didn't have the hardware for it, you know? So imx 686 on the main sensor Mm -hmm. um a lower powered but still like pretty good wide angle camera it's the front-facing camera that made me realize okay i should have i should have given asus more credit because i just assumed that they were just writing everything off not really thinking that hard i mean when you think about it all of these phones that we've had recently front-facing cameras literally trash <laughs>
1: like it, it's not a. Fo- it's, just, it's just not a focus it's almost like to them um selfies are are not a i'm not saying they're the main thing but i'm just the front-facing experience is definitely not the focus of the smartphone mm. they know that they can focus all of their work on the back sensors but the front-facing experience capped 1080p maybe 60 if we're lucky And it's never, even though it's a larger sensor, it still doesn't have the same processing experience as the back sensors that we get. So for sure. Yeah. So to me, it's always like I'm excited to see a phone. Like when we were talking about the Nord, the Nord last year had 4K 30 frames per second on the front facing camera. Yeah. So OnePlus was obviously aware of that, but then everything else has been coming out. Even this year's uh, OnePluses are all, you know, 1080p 30
0: hmm So like so, with that mentality in mind, you would expect like a phone like this to just be like, okay, 1080 on the front, not even mm-hmm. autofocus. Uh, it's probably not even that good of a shooter. As it turns out, Asus is using a sensor in this phone for the front facing camera that no other phone even has yet. It's an updated IMX 6.6 something. I I, I, want to say 6.6.4, but it's Mm -hmm. an updated IMX sensor that has autofocus, that has 4K video recording, that has a lot of features on the front, including like portrait and beautification modes. Now, Mm -hmm. there are two things that I have to say, though. It's a front-facing camera, so it has the same problems as literally any other non-iPhone out there. It Mm -hmm. still softens you. It still has uh, blown out colors half the time.
1: Yeah, HDR processing
0: is not as good as the back sensors. Exactly. exactly. And then, um, the focal length, the width. Uh, what's the term I'm mm-hmm. looking for here? The focal length is it's how wide the camera sensor is. Yeah. So it's, basically, the field of view. It the field of view. Thank you. That's the term I was looking mm-hmm. for. The field of view is still kind of narrow, so it's not okay. a vloggy, um, yeah, sensor. The way that the iPhone front-facing camera is. Um, that being said, though, I was actually impressed with that detail, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Because the whole idea of the Zen phone to me is
1: take the rear cameras and make them your front. So if that's, you t- hi, that, that's how I, put the most, part, that's how I, I treat most of my smartphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the uh, Mi 11 Ultra, uh, you know, definitely back sensors are the main stars. The front facing is there, but I feel like you know, the GN2 sensor on the back is what you want to shoot everything with.
0: Yeah. So yeah. For, um, for Asus to put that aside, to niche it, its own Mm -hmm. phone, the Zenfone 8 Flip. And I still have a lot of problems with that phone. But um, for them to do that, it made me think, okay, so everything else is just going to be crap then. But then to realize Mm -hmm. they actually were like, oh, well, we we should kind of make sure the front-facing camera has some capability, has some quality to it. I have to tip Mm -hmm. my hat off to Asus because the cameras are not amazing, but the phone as a package is really compelling Despite how Mm -hmm. boring, it's a boring phone. It's just a boring looking phone.
1: Aesthetically, yeah, it it doesn't have a lot of... let's just say this, it's not a Poco design, right? Where mm-hmm. everything is just overly done onto the next level, the design, the phone looks beautiful on the back. There's a lot of uh, lot of devices on the market now that, yeah, they spend a lot of their R&D on the back cover, even if it's plastic. Totally. They make sure that they're giving you that satisfaction for the purchase. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I just need to, I guess the term I keep coming up with is I needed to walk back some of my uh, strong opinions on what Asus was doing. And the reason why I have those opinions is because literally like they haven't missed in a long time. Asus has mm-hmm. been doing some amazing stuff, uh, like laptops, oh. monitors, and phones. and mm-hmm. like I Their even... ROG
1: Phone 5 is actually a, a very nice smartphone. Even yeah. the base model is very nice. I haven't even touched still one use of those our yet. our two-year-old uh, ROG Phone 2. <laughs> so yeah, let's, well, there let's... you go. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I need to get the ROG Phone 5 still. Like I'm still waiting for one. Um, but anyway... I'm, yeah, I'm actually pretty happy with it. And especially at a time when um you need to have something that's like easy to handle. I had this and mm-hmm. a Ridge wallet. Like, that's the minimal of the minimal that you can <laughs> think of.
1: No, no, I, absolutely. It go minimal, especially when you go to a wedding. The last thing you want is like a lot of, like you said, bulkiness, things to, you know, just overall the experience. You want to be as sleek as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopefully the weather was nice too. That was the other thing. We had a good weather. It was good. that last weekend before it transitioned into, you know, hot temperature oh, yeah, central
0: heat wave the day after for yep. sure um, exactly so in my video I was talking about how like I was making it very clear mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into any deep analysis on the cameras because these are all basically sensors we've seen before and like I said mm-hmm. the front-facing camera still suffers from a lot of the same tropes we see in many front-facing cameras but here's the thing I also needed to make sure I checked myself because what was the reason why I was scoffing at the Zen phones this year to begin with it's
1: because we're spoiled. We are spoiled. I to a certain point. Yeah, we are. We are. We get. We get. We are. We are. We are, we are blessed with the opportunities to be able to um, sample many things on the market. Yeah. That. that most most probably don't, uh, but that that probably builds up our, our approach to to tech, why we look at tech in differently uh, in different aspects, and how we can appreciate certain features over others. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, to, to <laughs> we are spoiled to very, very succinctly. There uh, we are. What's your so? Here's the question: What is your spoiled bias?
0: Like, what is your? Because for me, like, here's my example. That way, you know where I'm going with this. Um, mm-hmm. you show me the Zen eight, the Zen phone eight flip. You tell me the sensors are hardly updated at all. And what's the first thing I think of? Well, it's not going to be as good as my favorite camera so far, which is the me 11 ultra, mm-hmm. you know, that was my bias. And I, and I realized in my video, as I was writing the script or just talking, um, to the camera, yeah, this curse, of comparison actually affected me. Like I'm over here thinking I need I need my cameras to even try to be close to what the Me11 Ultra brought. But the Me11 Ultra is like a fourteen hundred dollar phone.
1: It's got the biggest most, sensor. Yeah, and, and <laughs> most are not gonna more than more than likely most will not even try to to even see the comparison between the two. Yeah, but you're right. We we got it. We have an opportunity to to spend the time with the Ultra. Uh, by the way, they uh, they pushed out twelve point five to it today. So if you haven't had a chance to update, uh, make sure you hit that update. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of the features you wanted to get out of the twelve point five are in this update. It's the next twelve point five update. So just a heads up. Yeah, I'm waiting
0: for that. Camera improvements That's why and I- the
1: back and the back camera that that display. To this day it still has only one function I'm exactly like, why <laughs> I'm waiting for it and apparently <laughs> in China
0: that. on Weibo they someone said uh, internally they are already testing it it's going to come out in a in software updates and I, all I, of that. I don't
1: know why it's not there I just don't understand the limitation behind it it's not like it's not like it's not there it's there it's usable we can use it in, in, in standard images not portrait but standard mm-hmm. Um and and we just need that in video and portrait mode. That that's the whole reasoning for putting the Mi Band Six on the back of the phone, right? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what it's, it's the same display as the Mi Band Six. If you've ever compared the two, it's the same same display.
0: That's why I mean I'm supposed to do that review for Pocket Now, but I'm I'm honestly just like. I'm waiting for that feature to come up man like i just want that, that would- to arrive and then i'll be like this is my favorite
1: phone because it, it it's the story it has to be mm-hmm. complete feel exactly. like it's it's an incomplete story to say you could use it and in only in taking pictures mm-hmm. which is great but you know and the sensor is large enough that it'll have a natural drop off by just doing that it's just not a portrait mode but the video for me, video is the number one reason. Like I shot a whole video of my uh, for my Tesla with the G uh, with the uh, Me Eleven Ultra, um, but I, I used primarily just the primary sensor on the back because of that said experience. I didn't want to use it. Whenever I did a talking head, I flipped the phone around. I was doing it blind. Mm-hmm. But you get used to it, right? After a while, we get used to muscle memory. You kind of know how to center yourself with the sensor. You know exactly. You know you turn on the wide angle lens. You shoot with that. So short answer is to me is. Um, it's a phone that keeps getting better, but you're right. When you have something like that and you compare it, it's a hard, it's, it, you know, that's the bias that you go into it yeah. for me. Um, for me, 90% of the time when I get into a smartphone, I think the first thing I think about is, does it deliver on the message that I got excited for during the launch event? Is it, mm. is it what the launch event is giving me? Uh, and, and that's the base for me. And then I I would compare it to some of the other options on the market, because to me, 90% of what we buy is that excitement from the launch event, right? It's what you see in other people's reviews. Like when somebody's making a decision to buy a car or a phone or whichever, and they're researching it, they're looking for not just necessarily validation, but confirmation uh, that, you know, that what was told and what was said is there, you know, that, you know, if you're going to get updates, if you're going to get that, is the sensor really that good? Are images really that vibrant and, and the, 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 you know, the shallow depth of field, all of the things. Um, So, yeah, when you go into a phone like a Zen Phone, a Zen Phone Eight, especially when there's a eight, and then there's the flip, which is slightly different approach than what we did, what they had last year. Uh, I was surprised. A lot of people are, are are talking very good things about it. And when you talked, when you said it was four K, uh, the four K on the front facing camera, I was like, yes, that's something <laughs> to get excited for. It is, yeah, and mm-hmm. I.
0: I had to, like I said, I had to give them credit, um, because a phone like this, like the, the complaints that I might have on the Zenfone 8 are ones that you would levy on any phone that's not huge. It's mm-hmm. just like the enjoyment of media and gaming. Yeah, it could be better, but I mean, it's a small phone. Um, it's I have I, I was reminded why I liked smaller phones in 2019, why the Pixel 3A and 4A were so like refreshing and mm-hmm. even the pixel five to its own extent like i was i was reminded of all of those things and then i remembered oh like they put everything in this phone there's even
1: a headphone jack for crying out loud so there's- oh that's right yeah, yeah it has a doesn't it also support a dirac um um eq built into it as yes well? so there it is yeah and i've been yeah, using
0: yeah. that i mean i'm using it with the worst possible thing which is the razor um glasses but i mean <laughs> it barely enhances anything but um but yeah yeah you even got that so it's like I'm I'm happy to 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 grab the phone because it's that easy to use, and I haven't said mm-hmm. that about a phone in quite some time. I've been using the Zenfone Seven, but once I picked up the Zenfone Seven again after this past weekend, I was like, "This phone is big, <laughs> like this is a big <laughs> phone."
1: Oh, I, I for some reason I always thought that you had the Seven Pro, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess you picked up. Yeah,
0: so the Seven was a little bit cheaper, and the only real enhancement the Seven Pro brought to the table was OIS across all the lenses, and I was like, eh, mm-hmm. "It's uh, not enough, not enough for me to pay that extra two hundred dollars."
1: Yeah, because um, the Senfo eight right now is about seven something, 765, seven sixty five, seven something like that. Uh, if you're trying to import it, because I don't think it's uh it's still not available in the U.S. I think it's uh, you get to see some information, but I think you have to still import it if you want to get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, and it, it's nice because this is this is going to be sold in the U.S. The flip is not, unfortunately, no. But this yeah, is a six hundred dollar phone that you know it's it's not bad. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually pleasantly, I'm happy, I'm happy that I was, I'm happy that my expectations were actually challenged. Um,
1: I feel like we had. I'm having a little bit of a déjà vu with you and I having a, something a very similar conversation about a year ago. About the about the seven.
0: <laughs> Again, Asus is thought provoking enough.
1: Yeah. Be do enough yeah, yeah. to
0: to make me feel that way. Um, speaking of phones, we have one more device that I did want to bring up. Unfortunately, um, yeah. you haven't had a chance to to mess with it. But um, we have the return of uh, ZTE to the U.S. This is literally. Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: this is a phone that's yeah, actually. Going so to be I, sold I here. played with the twenty. I, I had the the first. This one also has the in display or beneath under display uh camera front facing or no? But no, does this one go does bad? not. It's a regular. Oh, punch okay. Mm-hmm. So they went. So I have uh, the Axon Twenty, the one their their first attempt to try to put that the display the under display camera. So I that that's the one I got a chance to play with. But I've I've seen some content on that. What do you so how how's the thirty? Um, how does some of the improvements in there? Because I know the pre-sale is coming up soon.
0: Yeah, the pre-sale is coming up soon. The 30 Ultra. Um, I have to give them a lot of credit. This is a well-designed phone, despite mm-hmm. having some very obvious design cues from like the Note 20 Ultra. Like it's pretty mm-hmm. obvious, um, but that's okay. It still looks good, and it's got the This is also in its own right an imposing camera bump. But mm-hmm. the main claim to fame on this phone, I mean, because. The handling is fine. It's a, it's a rather tall device, curved display. Mm-hmm. It has all of the things you would expect. Snapdragon 888. Performance is fine. Uh, battery life has been just fine, um, but it doesn't really matter because it comes with the super fast charger. I think it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: ah, how much is it? 66 watt? I forget. Um, but it's high. It's, it's up crazy. there. Yeah. Um, now the cameras. Here's the thing. I'm still doing my real world camera test on it. Um, I'm, I'm going to edit it probably after this show. 364 mm-hmm. megapixel cameras. And you have a uh, you have the main. You have a two times uh 64 megapixel zoom. That two times mm-hmm. is mainly meant for portraits, and okay. then a 64 megapixel ultra wide. Okay, cool. Um, and then a uh, telescopic, but the telescopic goes to only it only gives you eight megapixels. Um, that's a five eight times. Pixels.
1: Okay, so that that's how they did the five. So they did the five, the two, um, and then you have the ultra wide. Uh, so you're getting. I'm assuming 8K on on the primary and the ultra ride and yes. the, the two times? Yes, which but is not, not something I ever
0: really touched, to be honest. But the um mm-hmm. in the video side, um, okay, so I'm 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 kind of gonna condense this a little bit. The sure. cameras aren't bad. The ZTE still has some room uh for improvement as far as processing is concerned. Um, even if they have HDR on, the dynamic range is not amazing. So there are times when you have blown-out highlights, there are times when you have oddly contrasted photos and that's true for all the lenses but my number one gripe here is that okay you can market this thing having 64 megapixel sensors three of them all day long what's interesting to me is that each one is so specific in how it's used so case in point main sensor you take a picture of something that's cool mm-hmm. then you go to the two times thinking you're going to get a closer shot of details in that thing that's not true what it's actually doing is what portrait lenses do on our DSLRs. You have to walk back. Its focal distance is it's fo, it's, fo, its minimum focusing it's distance is actually uh-huh. kind of far. Oh, so the,
1: well, yeah, the, well because the the ultrawide would probably have a better focal distance. Uh, you'd probably be able to get a better shot that way, but so you'd have to step back if you go to the two time zoom just to get the photo fo- for it to even just to get to in focus, focus properly. Exactly. Oh, wow. So that's something that I remember seeing on Oppo's
0: 10 times zoom. Mm-hmm. And I remember being very mad about it. Like we were in, uh, Issa and I were in Japan and I was like, this is mm-hmm. an unusable lens. And then I realized it's not an unusable lens. It's literally a portrait lens. Mm-hmm. so you have, you have to, to understand
1: yeah you have to rem, you have to you have to walk back you have to use it in the in the exact uh, the way it was intended to be used it's just that it's if you assume it's like everybody else's where most of the time it's a digital zoom mm-hmm. or sometimes if they're you know especially the two times because you could the 64 megapixel sensor is large enough that you should be able to do crop two times on it and still get a pretty good clear image it just that uh, would be the focal a great link,
0: exactly that would be a yeah. great uh option to have
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they were able to turn that on <laughs>
0: yeah um same thing but even even more interesting is that you have to do even more of that for the five times. So the zoom is for far things, and that makes sense, right? But if you're trying to zoom into a thing, not gonna happen. You gotta walk even farther back. What I find yeah. so funny about that whole like situation, and even as uh, as a hobbyist photographer, I understand that this happens. I, I do understand it, but it's still mm-hmm. odd because when when I took a picture of like some ribs that we made yesterday, um, in all three main lenses or all three le- all three focal lengths. They all look the same. It's just the background's a little bit more compressed because it's reaching farther. But for all intents yep. and purposes, every photo looked the exact same. So I was like, I don't think that people would generally be able to understand that.
1: It it's something that I think you'll have to kind of spend some time with the camera to, to appreciate it, to mm-hmm. jump into it and, and learning how to use the the right, you know, the right sensor for the right job. Um, the one thing I wanted that was wondering on uh, with different lenses, since we have so many, how is the color science? Are they color calibrated similar to each other, or do you get that shift in color when you jump it from one lens to the other? I think like you as do. if it was taken with a different.
0: Okay. I think you do. Yeah. And, and it's not necessarily that the lenses aren't calibrated. It's again, it's ZTE's own processing still has a little bit of work. So, any even on the main sensor, if you take the mm-hmm. same photo, um, like three different times, it could turn out a little bit differently just based upon where you tapped on the screen. Like it could of be course. a little bit odd. Um, so there, there's a little bit of that. So I mean, it's great to see ZTE coming back, and it, between the Axon 30 Ultra and the ZenFone 8, these are actually the first two phones in quite some time that are going to be released in the US. Um, mm-hmm. that I've been able to use as daily drivers, which means I've had full 5G connectivity. <laughs> I barely ever have that because we're always using like Xiaomi's, and they're not made for our networks you
1: know no no 4G LTE I think is the most it will ever get on from a Xiaomi at all but yeah Yeah. you're right same thing with Uh, my
0: Zenfone 7
1: not made for the US so I've
0: not been able to enjoy 5G in this manner (laughs) up until now Um but yeah just some thoughts on the Axon 30 Ultra like I th- I think it is a pretty nice phone. Um mm-hmm. 749 I think is the price so they're still That's sticking yeah they're still sticking to a pretty good price point. It's just mm-hmm. these cameras as as exciting as they might be. It's funny how specific they have to be thought of. Um and I just don't know if uh, a regular user would be able to handle that. Um they, they might. I can. I can imagine that they would react the way I did two years ago to the um, Oppo 10x zoom, and just be yeah. like, "Why do I gotta walk back so damn far just to get ISA in focus? Like this is really dumb." And then you realize it's a portrait lens. It's a
1: portrait lens, and I think they should. They should label it or bit, at least maybe a. Uh, you include some uh, like, you know, use better, maybe instructions a little bit when they, when you first turn on the camera app for the first time, yeah. like showcase some of the main benefits of the lenses. I think that would help a lot of people with maybe some frustration.
0: Yeah. Because the, the first thing you think of when you hear the words zoom in is you are closer to a thing and it's exactly, <laughs> it's not the same. It, it's not the, the, it zooms in bro, but you got to step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's really odd. Um, the video was okay. Can, um, yeah. the, the front-facing camera again. This is another example. Front-facing camera 1080 tops out at 1080. Yep. So
1: it, it's a it's a it's a it's a page from an all-familiar book. Everybody, a lot of carrier, a lot of not, a lot of OEMs are still taking that page for some reason. And I, I again to this day I do not understand this fascination with 1080p on the front for some reason. You know, LG did a, an amazing job on that, um, and, and I know you know Samsung does that as well with uh, I think with the S twenty one all 4K 60 on all lenses. Uh, and they did better with the color science on that. So that was the reason why I was asking about the color. Mm. It's important that if you' if especially for content, if you're if, or if you're just with family, you're taking pictures, you don't want your camera, your pictures to look like you were taken with multiple cameras,
0: true, very, very right? true. you
1: want them, you want them you want them to look like they came from the same smartphone, maybe different lenses or so on. But at the end of the day, uh, color science is important, uh, and at least making sure that they're all calibrated. Apple did that very nicely with their videos. You take a video from any of the sensor it all looks like it came from the same one.
0: Yeah, that's so very true. that's
1: something, that, that's a page I think a lot of companies need to start copying. And I don't know if it's a lot of work, but at least it's something that we, all the users will appreciate for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to talk about on the show. There is one last thing that I wanted to just sort of mention. Um, mm-hmm. We got into the subscription talk earlier, but originally yeah. in my brain, I was thinking um, uh, of talking about just how connected we are. Um, mm-hmm. My left arm is literally where all my tech is. Like, I have a smart ring, I have a smart watch, but I don't know if I showed you this, and this is not a video podcast, but if you take a look at this.
1: Oh, uh, sensor. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, blood sugar, uh, blood sugar, right? Blood sugar control. Yeah, or, or yeah, uh, yeah, glucose yeah, yeah. monitor. I
0: literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a cyborg, bro. Like, I literally yeah, yeah. have, like, a piece of tech. In
1: my body. Every, like, <laughs> your le- your left arm is pretty jacked up, man. That's <laughs> just to say that. You <laughs> got you gotta start working on the other arm yeah, <laughs> a little bit more.
0: <laughs> indeed. Yeah. All the tech. I'm I'm carrying all the tech on my left arm. Um, but yeah, I've been um I, I have my iPhone over here just sort of like always on because this thing gives me uh, blood sugar readings every five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I have a that's real-time good. look at parts of my health, like that's pretty gnarly. Um, I actually had this thing for a few weeks, but I never installed it. Um, And I realized, number one, I was waiting for a moment to like, like a week where I'm not really doing anything crazy. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I fasted for a few days. So that was a nice little experiment to see how my blood sugar reacts to a fast. But then the other mm-hmm. reason why I realized it's because needles are involved, bro. Like
1: <laughs> it, it No, no, exactly. Checking your blood, your, your blood, your, your sugar levels is not a fun thing, especially if you have to prick yourself every day, but, exactly. uh, this sounds like at least it does, uh, consistent and measures it over time. So that's nice. It, it's it does, good to see yeah, the metrics just applying
0: it. Like it didn't, it didn't hurt but you think it will. And that's why you keep delaying it. Like
1: you're just procrastinating on pain.
0: Like that's really all you're doing. Uh, but yeah, so uh, one day I'll talk about this at length, but as of right we'll now,
1: we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to check back. once you have enough data to kind of go through it and start analyzing. Yeah. I hope totally. it provides some good analytics, uh, like a good health app. Yeah. It
0: absolutely does. Um, I, I, it's really interesting to just be able to pull up my phone and just see where I'm at right now. And I don't Mm -hmm. have to go through the whole like pricking my finger and all that stuff. So it's an expensive piece of tech, but a lot of first generation, not first generation, but like a lot of bleeding edge um, Mm -hmm. health tech is. So... Yeah. that's just the way and it is. hopefully
1: at some point it becomes r- available to more people and the price comes down with more competition yeah 100 percent. all right well uh that should pretty much do it for this episode like
0: i told you all the listeners just kick back uh tk and i have a knack for just like talking about whatever um so that's exactly <laughs> what happened uh tk do you have anything i know that it's uh it's it's been a week for all of us uh but well, yeah yeah do you have anything that you just want to like p- put out there uh,
1: no, just uh, if, if you guys haven't had a chance to just try to relax and enjoy the the, the holiday weekend. If mm-hmm. you guys live in the US and uh, if not, try to, you know, ho- May was a mental, he- mental health month and I know it's almost over, but, you know, it's, it, it's always going to be something regarding just taking care of yourself if you feel like you need to take some time. Just take it and relax. Um, I've been taking it a little bit easy this week, and hopefully next week I'll be back in the swing of things.
0: All right. Well, yeah, you and me both, brother. Um, Definitely. All right. Well, with that said, let's get into the outro starting now. Perfect. All of the links to follow TK and myself are found in the show notes. Uh, you can follow Pocket Now over at pocketnow.com for all the latest headlines. From there, you can find Pocket Now across social media at Pocket Now, and then head over to the YouTube channel at youtube.com/pocketnow for video content that is coming up pretty much every single day. With all that said, though, we're gonna call it on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Thanks for chilling out with us, quite literally, and we will see you in our next episode.